We are asked this day to turn our attention to an innocent man, man condemned to death by the, by the machinations of the powerful. In some ways, here is the most common of happenings. This sort of thing happens every day. The innocent suffer at the hands of the powerful. People do cost-benefit analyses and decide that some lives are expendable. People try to achieve great deeds. And along the way, those deemed insignificant or collateral suffer. This is our world. This is our broken world, and, and this one man's death is just like the others. After all, thousands and thousands of people were crucified by the Romans in the name of the empire, in the name of peace. Here we have a description of but one. And yet, from another lens, this is not just anyone, or this is not just any man, for here is Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the healer, Jesus the preacher and teacher, Jesus the man who proclaimed the kingdom of God and, and ate meals with outcasts and sinners. Here is Jesus who called people to follow him and sent them out to heal and to, to share good news with the poor. Here is Jesus who forgives sins and who proclaims God's radical and prodigal love. Here today, we face this man's arrest and trial, torture and death. Here today, we face something that we might much rather pass over so that we might just get on our way to Easter joy. In our culture that swings from being manically optimistic to despondently pessimistic, it is hard to make room for the cross of Good Friday. The temptation might be to either pretend that the cross is not there or, or skip on ahead to the part where it is all better or to despair. But today we are unapologetically asked to face this reality. What makes it all the more difficult, I think, is that if we engage with the mystery of Good Friday, then we will ultimately be brought up short. We will have to, to face the fact that, that Good Friday will strip us of our confidence and the capacity to ever fully and, and adequately capture our predicament as human beings in relationship with God. I believe that we will discover that words and concepts and theories all fail us, at least in part. And yet we can, we can catch and capture glimpses of the depths. 
For indeed, Good Friday lays bare both who we are, but also who God is. The truth is, is so much of how one comes to see this day has to do with the question of, of where is God in all of this? Where is, God's, where is God in Jesus' arrest and trial? Where is God in, in Jesus' torture and death? To my mind, one deeply problematic way of seeing the cross is, is to make a deep separation between God and Jesus It is problematic to think of Jesus' death in some way appeasing an angry father. It's problematic to think of God as distant and yet lashing out in wrath at Jesus because of our sins. In contrast to that, I invite us to see that God is not not distant this day, not distant from these events, but rather present. If we are to take the incarnation seriously, if we are, are going to take the, the creedal pronouncement that Jesus is both fully human and fully divine seriously, then God is present in the suffering of Jesus. God is present in Jesus' dismay and anguish. God is present in, in Jesus' doubt which I admit is not so much on display in in John's account of the crucifixion, which we have just heard, but this doubt is central to Mark and to Matthew. God is present in the torture and in the death. And in this way, we might dare to proclaim that we worship a, a suffering God and a crucified God. What the cross reveals is that that God is not so much a distant agent of punishment or a basically disinterested observer who looks on from afar, but rather with us in the midst of the suffering and with us in in the consequences of our alienation and estrangement from God. It is a a paradox, and yet, if we are to face the cross, a necessary paradox to say that God is with us in our alienation from God, that God assumes the consequences of our sin, that God assumes the consequences of our brokenness and makes this reality God's own that this is how much God is with us. God assumes a full human identity with all of our fractures and all of our injuries in order to make our identity God's own, in order to make us God's own. So everything we would venture to say about this day hinges on this solidarity. It hinges on God's solidarity with us. Solidarity, God with us. 
It is in this way that we can, we can begin to gain an insight to all of the, of the loaded and, and messy theological words like, like sacrifice and reconciliation and redemption. Solidarity. God with us. This will shine a light on the event of Jesus' crucifixion and Jesus' death. And yet it does not end there. For the solidarity on display on the cross of Christ did not begin and end 2,000 years ago. For to look at this one man's death is to see into the very nature of God and of reality. To gaze upon the cross is to gain insight into the very nature of God. To gaze upon the cross is to discover just who God is. The cross shows us the nature of God's self-giving, and it shows us that it is from eternity. As such, this solidarity, this, this God with us also shines a light on us on our plight, and on the plight of the world. Indeed, it reveals that God is with us in our pain and with us in our alienation. It reveals to us that God suffers with us in our injuries and our wounds. It reveals to us that God is with us. But it also reveals that God suffers at our hands as we injure and wound others. This day, this, this Good Friday, both shows us the God who stands in solidarity with us and the God who calls us into question. Reveals to us both the ways in which we are crucified by others and how we become agents of crucifixion ourselves. Here is a space where we can know the true depth of God's mercy and God's grace. That God is with us in both of these things, in our crucifixions and in the ways in which we crucify. At the center of it all, there is God. There is God looking to to heal the wounds and to mend the breach. There is God in the pain of this world, a co-sufferer, but also one who looks to pull us up, pull us up from the pit of darkness and division so that we might come to share in the light of life. Amen.